Hey, this is Ralph Sheepers, and you're listening and watching to Heavy Metal Horror. A whole van load of people went. No, the whole van load went in. It, it, it was it. it Might have been the Vindicator van, or it was the the aggressor van. And they went into town and they picked some stuff up. And so they come. They're coming back. And this is where like DK's in the car and he's got the side door on the van open and he's like, you know, saying something crazy. And the part that they needed came flying out of the van while they were driving down the road. And it did. It actually didn't get damaged, but it was. What the fuck, man? Nobody cared I mean, about anything. We, it, we could be. We could be handed reckless. a solution, and we're just like, let's smash it. Let's throw it out the fucking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> didn't even. <laughs> total nonsense. It was just oh, it was so good. It was crazy, so man. glorious. Yeah. Tell I, them. I remember... Tell them about the. Uh, tell them about when you guys lost the poser disposer grill. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. 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 So leading up to this event um there's another event that happens so we're driving in the middle of the night through this desert now we've got multiple things repaired at this point um and we're just driving through the night and there's no other cars on the road it's pitch black outside most of us are sleeping and then once again i'm in the back and all i hear is all this huge banging and everyone's screaming and there's banging on the roof of the van and i'm like oh my god so like i'm shooting up and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, everyone's screaming. I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? And we ended up, so they slammed the brakes and stopped the van. And we're like, I was like, what, what the fuck was on the roof? What was that? And they were like, dude, it was a fucking owl. This owl flew out in front of the van <laughs> in the middle of the darkness of the desert and fucking hit the front of the van and went tumbling across the top of the van and woke us all up out of a dead sleep. All I'm I hear off, is man. Like, sounds like a body. Yeah. I don't know if we hit a person or what the fuck. I'm like, it just sounds like a body rolling on the roof of this giant van. And I'm like, oh my God. So that was a whole thing. So we stopped and we were trying to find the owl. The owl was nowhere in sight. Maybe it got away. We don't know. So we we're just like, what the fuck? So then we're all like on alert. You know, now we're out in the middle of the desert. Everyone's awake. We're like, okay, like what's next? Like fucking shit's just flying out of the night to try to fucking kill us. So we keep driving. Um, and we get to the exit where we're supposed to get off. Um, and this is for the Las Vegas show, I believe. Um, and we are getting going off this exit. And suddenly the whole front of the van, the whole welded poser disposer thing drops off the front of the van and hits the road. Sparks are flying everywhere up in front of the van. We're pushing this fucking thing down the exit, down the road of the exit, the curved exit. And it, there's just sparks shooting everywhere. And it was, we're half, everyone's screaming again. And we finally get to the end of this exit road. We pull the van off to the side. This giant fucking hunk of metal is sitting in the middle of the road, spiked metal <laughs> off, off of this exit. Thank God it was the middle of the night or somebody Spike would have strip from and fucking died. Yeah. Oh my so God. We go. So then, so then it's a whole thing because Chris wants to keep this thing <laughs> and Kevin wants it gone. Kevin's pissed. Kevin's like, over it like we've already had we've we've had so many crazy like near-death like accidents <laughs> with this van that like he's done he's like i want this thing gone that and it was like well we can't weld it back on so the only option to keep it is to put it in the trailer with all the band shit so chris is like well i can rearrange the trailer dude i can i can take everything out and we can fit it it's like he's like i don't want to get rid of it like it's too cool this and that whatever <laughs> and kevin's just like beyond pissed off he's like 
fuck that. We're not keeping this. He's like, look at how are we going to carry this? Like this, you know, whatever. And we ended up coming to terms and keeping it. And Chris pulled everything out of the trailer. This is all on the side of the road, right by this exit. Um, we loaded it in all the three of us and he put everything back in and he made it fit and made it work. And it was turned out to be completely pointless to keep it. Cause it was never used again for any reason. And I don't even know what we did with it at the end of the band or what I know that we sold the van to like some random, like, I don't even know, just some dude. I think he came in and was like, would you guys sell? We were practicing at some point and some guy like came into our practice space and was like, would you guys sell that van? And we were like, yeah, cause it was broke down. It was just right. broke down sitting at the practice spot. So we just sold him the van with all the vinyl decals and everything on it. And <laughs> that was that. And so I'm, I'm almost certain that he probably took all that stuff off, but yeah. Um, Maybe but, he got the yeah, poser disposer thing too. No, know? no, he, no. he didn't oh. get the, to my not. I don't think so. But, I, but then again, I don't know who, who or where or what, how we would have kept that, but the whereabouts of the poser disposer grill are unknown. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. where would that even, did somebody, did, did we throw it in a dumpster or something? I don't know, but. Um, it'd be make a nice mantelpiece oh my god yeah a coffee table that's that's one thing um that i that i do wish that one of us had i'm at at whatever cost to their relationship status i wish somebody would have kept (laughs) kept that damn metal thing but uh yeah then we we get to vegas and we play this show at a place called the beauty bar and it's like this 1960s salon that somebody turned into a metal venue basically um and uh i mean it was a a show that we played to like a couple people one of them was completely wasted and the other person i don't think even knew that there was a show happening that night so it was uh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was one of those <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. man i remember well, like, yeah, i mean what no because in vegas you guys were with us when we went to uh the porn emporium right you guys made it there during the day i believe or did you guys maybe it was the next day the show was because you guys were hanging with us because i know that Maybe there I shouldn't time. say any. I don't yeah. want to get nobody in trouble, but some oh, people, no, no. some people in the possessor camp went to a live show. Well, and you weren't one of them. You I weren't one not, of them. Which but, is fun. Uh, Man, there's so much uh, <laughs> bullshit around all that. But yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't. Um, I may that as place well was have, huge. It was it, massive. It was just, it was like this giant porn place. And that's <laughs> what they had in there. It, I mean, I, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't describe imagine. how big it was it was so huge and they i think they had like crates of vhs you remember they had on pallets oh there man. were pallets of old vhs porns and it was just like see all you guys we had to say was went... vhs and i i might have tagged along but we... so we that's, went that's what we Sorry, see in the us... back of your uh, Vic. is that what we're yeah, saying no no shows? no no i didn't end up did you loot anything. the place i should have i should have <laughs> yeah you bought the whole collection we, we all went in there even sarah went in there like begrudgingly but we were in pawn stars and we yep, the pawn stars place whatever it was called. And it was real small and stupid. And, and kid yeah. was trying to pawn off one of his bases. And I'm like, dude, they're going to rip that. you off. Don't do that. And when we came back out, we looked across the street and we're like, holy shit, that place is a porn place. And it's the size of like a Kmart. Let's go in there. <laughs> and yes. and then, yeah, you guys, a couple of you guys were like, I, cause like I said, I think Jesse went too. And they're, oh, there's a live show. And it was like five bucks or something. I don't know. The lady blew smoke out of her vagina or one of those kind of things. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember. I, you, I, I remember. I remember everybody coming out before it was done and being like, "No, <laughs> bad idea." So this is the funny thing. I'll I'll let you in on a, a little bit of this, but um, I so I decided to stay in the van with our very strange bass player John Pearson. Um, he didn't go for unknown reasons, but I didn't go because I was like, "Well, 
if this gets back to my girlfriend, she's going to be pissed. Right. Right. So, um, and you know, that, that was all it took, but basically I ended up, she was like, well, what are you guys doing? And I was like, well, I'm just chilling in the van. The guys are somewhere else or whatever. And so she's prying with me. I end up being like, look, just in case this gets out that this happened, I want you to know that I'm not there with them. And you know, X, Y, Z or whatever. Anyways, she ends up getting through me what the other guys are doing. Cause I was like, I know that this story's going to get back and it's going to seem like I was there and I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you gotta me, that me one. trying to save my, my own skin. So, yeah. <laughs> um, to no avail. So basically yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I tell this to her, she's like, okay, whatever. And then, I mean, I say that I'm sure there was a huge discussion, but, uh, <laughs> this was long in the past now, but so she's like, yeah, okay. Anyways, she ends up telling all the other girls that are with the other guys, right? <laughs> this gets back to the guys, and there was talk. At, it became this blew up to be this big thing because now all the girls are pissed at all the guys, right? And we're halfway across the country. Um, so it, it was a fucking disaster. And they're like, well, Robbie told so-and-so, and then she told everyone else. And I was like, look, dude, she – she asked and I knew this was going to come out anyway. So like I had to just say what it was and I'm like, sorry, you know, whatever. And there was like talk at that moment. They were, it was like considering them kicking me out of the band basically for that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fucking right, dude. Like I, I thought, I mean, at the time I was probably a lot cockier than I am now, but I was like, dude, you're not going to me being ejected from this band is the band ending because it's not going to be the same because nobody else in the area did anything like what i did with the vocals anyway i was like it's not gonna you can't kick me out of the damn band i'm like writing the songs and shit like it's it it was ridiculous that and it just the thought of like kicking me out of the band for that reason i was like whatever but i mean this was all half drunken conversation anyway so this is all a blur to everyone involved and it was just <laughs> they were just pissed at the moment because their girlfriends were pissed at them and looking back now none of that shit matters but. there was some chaos there was some chaos in that camp i could remember sure, you know like sure. there was some there was some tension with certain <laughs> things and i mean that's when you're on the road yeah. with individuals that's bound to happen you know we all had our own things where it would be like what the fuck why is this going on why are you doing this or you know whatever yeah. but yeah but, yeah some weird vibes there for vegas had a uh, took a toll on everyone for yeah. different reasons and uh yeah it was uh but I mean, that's kind of where it ended because we were going to play another show. In right. You guys Arizona. were you. Yeah, you guys were. Well, you guys were on a couple of shows with us, I think, uh, that mm -hmm. that ended up getting dropped. Well, I, I mean, everybody was, was on the whole Vector. thing. Vector yeah. was going to play. And I well, that was I, our last that was our last hang together. Yeah, we went up to the venue. We went up to the venue. Yeah. We go inside. They and they have like this projector in front of the stage and they're they're playing some sports ball game. And we're like walking around looking at the stage and the owner comes up and he's like, can I help you guys? And uh, Dave DeSanto uh, was like, <clears throat> and we got a show here tonight. He was like, the fuck you do. <laughs> and we were like, what the fuck? And so they're calling their promoter and the guy was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you they got sports tonight. And we just didn't play a show that night. Yeah, it was so ridiculous. I remember pulling up. And of course, we get there by the skin of our teeth. The van is probably like skidding without wheels at this point. <laughs> we're just like pull up and they're just like, there's no show. Like, sorry. Like, what? And we're like, what the fuck? Like. Yeah, that's because I was really looking forward to playing with Vector because at the time that was like hot shit that that had just come out and like Vector I thought like he was doing vocally some cool stuff with yeah kind of like uh, Sheepdog from Razor and I was like yeah this is cool so um yeah I was I was 
bummed that I didn't get to play a show with with them. But it but was sad. There, I will say I will say that the the whole ending because that and you know the aggressor was also on that bill, but they got stuck in Vegas. They never came out of Vegas. So yeah, what, what was that deal with that again? I so forget. yeah, like they 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 weren't on the next show. We had like a show in California. And they were on that show, actually, is what it was. And they opted to, like, get some, like, nice rooms in Vegas and gamble. And then they just ran out of money. Like, that's what they did. <laughs> so so then we, then we got a hold of you guys and we're like, well, you guys are on this festival if you want it because Aggressor's not coming. You guys were like, we can't make it. That was yeah. probably during some breakdown okay. thing. And yeah, then yeah. I think, you know, Arizona might have been the next night. And, uh, you know, we didn't have a show. And because I remember playing san antonio and being like yeah we're the only band left from this bill (laughs) (laughs) yeah from the tour there were like three or four we played like three or four gigs and where people were like where's the rest of the bands and we were we don't know yeah we don't know what happened we're on our own it sucks it's a war of a tour of attrition (laughs) yeah man it was it was uh it was sad though it it petered out at the end and and, uh the first three weeks were really really fucking exciting and fun i mean it despite all the all the like kind of nonsense you know like we all got to go to fucking you know the experience we did the experience music project and and i think that was cool for everybody uh you know, and, and, uh, yeah, it was the camaraderie is, is the saddest thing is the thing, the, the most nostalgic thing that, that tugs the heartstrings when you're doing something like that, you know, as you're spending weeks on end with these guys and you, you just get, you get super tight with them and, and it's, it's so much fun. Yeah. And it's funny too, because like, honestly, right where it ended for us, like after Vegas, I think we were all kind of like done with it anyway, as far as like, the just between the band members at that moment it wasn't good because all the girlfriend shit and i was like oh my god like <laughs> we were like get us out of this van from one another this is yeah. like this was so st- i mean you know not 100 miles down the road were we all cool with each other again so it didn't really matter but um, right but yeah i mean it was we were just obviously everyone was like beyond out of money too i, was, I remember i was the only one oh, yeah. that saved any money for that tour at all I think everyone else left with literally fucking like nothing in their bank account. Like, right. Right. And here I'm just like fucking, you know, buying these parts and doing this different shit. I think DK bought the one thing on his card. I think the alternator, uh, or somebody, somebody did something, which I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it wasn't for lack of people wanting to help, but it was, yeah. I mean, fucking, there was no money at that point. We were like, yeah, right. God, can we even get home? Like there, that was the other thing. It was such a huge stretch between Vegas and Virginia. It was like, I couldn't even first it was pure miracle that we got that far anyway in that van. So then it's right. like, well, now we gotta traverse the rest of the damn country to get back home. Like, how are we gonna do it? And the funny thing is, I think from there on it was like almost smooth sailing, which figures because then it's like we have nothing, you know, it's yeah, like, it's not like we have to worry about shows or anything, but it was just so bizarre. It's like we're having the smooth ride all the way back home. Like I don't remember anything anything happening with the van from there on, but <laughs> Um, another thing about Vegas I'll share with you because it's really fucking bizarre. Um, I have this very vivid memory of being on the phone with my girlfriend at the time and talking to her about all the bullshit that was happening. I was outside the venue. I don't know if you remember, Vic, but in the back of the venue, there, there was like a chain link fence. It was real yeah. high. Yeah. So um, I'm out there just walking and talking, you know, whatever. And there's a big gate on the back of the fence. And I don't know what possessed me, but I... <clears throat> opened the gate and went outside the gate and i'm in this basically an alleyway um i don't know if you ventured around that place but it was bad out there that area (laughs) worst area i've ever been in i think 
I mean, I could literally hear glass breaking and like fucking police sirens and shit. Yeah. So and this was all in the 10 minutes that this phone call lasted. So I'm walking out there and like, I start getting this feeling of like, oh man, I shouldn't be out here. Actually. I need to get back someplace else, which is very rare for me to ever have a feeling like that. So I'm like walking around talking to her. And then I like run into something like I'm, I step on something and I about trip over it. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I look down and it's a fucking person and they're in a, a trash bag. Basically they have a trash bag over them and it's what? not now. I mean, this person wasn't dead or <clears throat> as far as I know, I don't know, but they were like, they were covered in a trash bag. Yeah. And I was like, Oh fuck, this is like a homeless person. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like looking down at this person and they're asleep or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And then I glance up and the rest of the alleyway is filled with fucking homeless people in trash bags. Just as far as the eye can see. Yeah, I think you came in and said, don't go out there. Yeah. I think you warned everybody not to venture oh, not outside. Of the... Because it was about the scariest fucking sight I ever saw. <laughs> it was like something I, I mean, I've never even seen anything like that in a movie. I was like, what? I'm like looking down we... this person's face. I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? And then I look yeah. up at everyone else. This is a alleyway filled with people that are covered up in trash bags and newspapers and they're all sleeping. Wow. Hopefully we had to part, we had to park yeah. uh, uncomfortably oh, far man. away from the venue. I remember. Oh, yeah. And it was like in that part of the town, it was right down the road, but it was like the residential area. And it was like super sketchy and yeah, they had, like, like bars on the windows. W- and shit. Weirdly yeah. dark too. Like yes. there weren't street lights in the residential area. Right. And I was like, I told Sarah, I was like, this is fucked up, man. We shouldn't probably park our van down here. I mean, nothing yeah. happened, thankfully, but it was no man. Well, it's funny because like looking down that alleyway, it's like all these homeless people in this crazy image. And then but at the end of the alleyway is literally like the strip. It's like the lights of Vegas up It is like so you're like looking at this dark, horrible <clears throat> alleyway with all these homeless people in this crazy image. And then like right there, it's like the yeah walking by like right like, oh probably all God. former band members who couldn't make it back to virginia <laughs> in their van could be like do you, i don't do know have a g-string if you guys have ever watched like any of those like those crime shows there's one in vegas i don't know is cs crosby stills nash and young in vegas i don't know csny in vegas whatever nypd in a- yeah. vegas there's a vegas one and I watched enough of those shows to know that if you're like five seconds off the strip, that's where crime happens yes. in Vegas. And this place was wow. five seconds off the yeah, strip. I'm, I'm sure if I hadn't ended that phone conversation, I'd have been probably dead five minutes later. And <laughs> yeah. One of the many casualties of that, <laughs> that alleyway. Yeah. That was, uh, that was crazy shit. Shanked in Vegas. Yeah, that, that, that alleyway was like a Sarlacc. So yeah, I got back inside real quick, but um. <laughs> I do have a, so one of the craziest, funniest stories is um, at some point, I forget what state, we ended up pulling off on the side of the road probably because something was wrong. And we talked to this dude who was just out there with a, like a barbecue grill. He just happened to be like on the side of the road or something. And he was, he was making all this, this is it's like such a road ridiculous kill? premise anyway. <laughs> I, I mean, for all we, I, this is the thing. Nobody thought anything through. Every action was just pure. I don't even, it's not even instinct to live. It's like instinct to die. We were just like, we, we, I don't your, know what. Your worst end, just like firing made. without a, yes, yes, without, without any, any ego control. or super ego yeah. to keep it in check. So we, we meet this guy, real nice guy. Um, you know, he's just like, Hey guys, how's it going? And we're like, Oh, you know, good. We're having this trouble, but we're good. Blah, 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 this and that. So he's just cooking all this barbecue and he's like, well, do you guys like want some of this barbecue? Like I'll cook you some and you can have it or whatever. And we were just like, okay. So 
he cooks us up all this barbecue okay this and he gives it to us in these um paper bags basically um anyways chris is he he eats some and he's like oh man it's so good and chris is like gross as fuck so he's just like eating this stuff with his hands it's just sliding down his shirt that he hasn't changed in the past 60 days and we've only yeah. been on tour for 30 yeah. so he's like he's just eating this shit and it's all dripping all over him and yeah. as as if he hasn't eaten before so so he's he's just loving this right he wants he's all on board he wants all the barbecue we can get blah 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 all the rest of us are kind of like okay whatever and and Kevin was stoked on this barbecue too. Cause he was just uh real big into that, I guess. I don't know. But um, I just knew that it wasn't something that I was willing to risk, but anyways, they get all these paper bags of barbecue, just huge, big amounts. And they put them in the back of the van right next to the mattress, basically. Um, <laughs> as you can imagine, this is much grosser <laughs> than I can even describe to you, but so these big ass bags full of barbecue. Um, eventually we're driving around, you know, going wherever we need to go and we're like well we need to store this somehow so we put it in the cooler where we kept some of the beer or whatever else and um they put it in the cooler anyways this is probably i don't know i don't know it might have been five or ten days later um me and chris were in the back of the van on the mattress and chris stunk to high heaven at all times basically he's not ashamed to say that neither am i he was the stinkiest dude i've ever met okay rotten 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 so (laughs) this was normal though like i know his i know that of him but something in the something woke us both up and it was the smell and we were like about to throw up like it was it was so disgusting and we were like what the fuck is this we're like searching through the van trying to figure out what is this that's making the smell it's like like a dead animal or something so come to find out it's this barbecue that we've just let rot in this cooler okay all this tons of this rotten meat all right and the cooler's just filled with water beers that are rusted shut <laughs> and just this horrible barbecue that's in there just marinating with all this bullshit right so we're like oh my god we got to get this out of the van pull over blah 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 we pull over behind this del taco and we end up dumping this cooler out onto the grass and all these beers and everything they're all rusted shut and it's just this nasty meat water just the most horrible shit you can imagine and not two seconds later we dump this stuff out and we're all about we're all literally about to throw up um this these homeless people come running out of the bushes basically from out behind this del taco and they're scooping up these beers and like <laughs> running off with them and I'm like, they are gonna be so fucking sick if they drink. Not to mention, it's all rusted shut. We couldn't, you couldn't break it open. I mean, you'd have to break the bottle. But it's like it's rusted shut with this rancid meat water. And oh. they all come running out of the wood. It was just like, it's shit that I can't even imagine. Like, we we're just like, what? Like, we see these people running out, and they're all like rummaging, like <clears throat> grabbing this stuff up, and we're like, what even is this? And they're, but it was clear that they were homeless and apparently totally clueless as well. They ran off with these beers back into wherever they were, and we were we were all flabbergasted. And there's all this rotten meat just sitting on the right there with all the beer. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, it was, it was, this sounds like movie scenes. Like this, dude. Is, it was. I'm telling you, like it, little like, golems come running out of the bushes. I even, you know? Like my precious. I if I cried. Yeah, it was literally like, <laughs> yeah. like scurrying back away. 
Yeah, I'm like, like a post-apocalyptic yes. Mad Max like, wow, movie. the album's <laughs> coming true. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we was, don't have to ask you about your Spinal Tap moment. That's for sure. We've got plenty yeah. already. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there was lots of them. It, it was <laughs> wow. Well, and so the Del Taco thing continues though. So we're at this Del Taco now. We're behind it, parked behind it in some sort of alleyway, and um. We all get out of the van. We're all sick, you know, from this whole situation, and it's just disgusting. And it's been laying by the fucking mattress. So we're like, "All right, we got to get out and get some fresh air." So we go, we go into this uh, this Del Taco, and we're like, "All right, obviously that's like the first place you want to eat, right?" Yeah, right. So, um, <laughs> You're not feeling good. So, so we're like, right, "Yeah." Well, and and to be you know to be fair, we had never had Del Taco before. We're from the East Coast, and it's not around here. Um, right. So we were like, "Okay, you know, we'll try it. Whatever." Everyone gets over however they're feeling, and we're like, "All right, let's go eat." So um, we go inside and order food and drinks and everything's all good. And Kevin would randomly just get violently sick. Um, so he he drank this. All he got, I think, was a fucking fountain drink. Okay, it's about the safest bet you can do. He gets this fountain drink, and then later, um, at some point, he's taking a nap and he wakes up from the nap in the front seat and he slings open the door. We're stopped, uh, obviously, but not that I. It wouldn't be a surprise if somebody just opened the door while it was running, but he, so we're stopped. He flings open the door and he's just like, he's <laughs> just flying exorcist vomit onto the ground outside the van. And did the hobos come running? No, please, <laughs> please God, tell me no. no. Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah no, bit. no, no, yeah. Um, but it was just flying out, puke everywhere. And then, so we're all just like watching this, like, oh my God, like, what? what the fuck and then so he gets done puking and he slams the door shut and just leans back and goes right back to sleep and we're like well what was that so then the next time we all talk to him and he's awake or whatever we're like dude what's wrong like what do you what's what's up with you and he was like dude it had to have been that fountain drink from del taco i know they don't clean those machines it's filled <laughs> with bacteria and he's like he's pissed right so he's really and that's the other thing about kevin is that he would get extremely pissed about certain very specific things that seemed like ridiculous so we were all just like okay kevin sure like it's not all the other factors that are in our lives right now it's, it was definitely the fountain <laughs> drink from del taco so <laughs> we're just like okay we'll move on with our lives anyways we go there's another del taco and we're like we want to go again he is vehemently <laughs> against this he he is beside himself pissed off he's like I'm not fucking going in there. I'm not getting a drink. I'm not eating. <laughs> and he's mad. And when he's mad, he wants everyone to know. And he wants there to be a scene. He wants to make a scene. <laughs> so we're in the Del Taco, in line, ready to order. And Kevin's outside just stomping, stomping around. You can see him through the advertisements on the window, his legs <laughs> just stomping back. He's marching back and forth like a kid that's mad about something, right? So so we're just like laughing like we think it's funny we're like whatever like none of us gave a crap about each other we're, we're just like, like we'll just like screw him like we're just gonna eat here because we want to and he can just deal with it so, so we're all just having a great time laughing it up and he is like more pissed than he's ever been and so we're all ordering and all of a sudden we hear the door open the little ding and and he comes stomping in behind us and he's just standing there behind us like it's like looking at the people working there and like he, he's all pissed off. He's like acting like he's reared up and ready to, to do something. So we're like, whatever. That, that's just the way he acted sometimes when he was mad about something. So we're like, nothing, nothing we can do. We're just going to order our food and you can feel however you want. So we order, we order our food and I think I was the last one up to order. And I'm like, yeah, I'll have this, this, and this, whatever. And like, I turn around like 
And I'm like, oh, Kevin, do you want anything? And he goes up and there's this little, like probably 17 year old Latino girl working at this Del Taco. He walks up and he's like, I'd rather eat my own feces (laughs) or drink anything. And it was all silent. And all of us were just like, what the fuck, dude? And this girl was like, okay, like whatever. So we all, we're all like laughing our ass off. So we're, we, we go sit down and, and of course we, for some reason decided to sit down and eat in this establishment. (laughs) Everyone has witnessed this. That's there. This big scene. He's, he's, in this girl's face saying this and we're like what we're like she has no idea what happened to you this girl she, <laughs> this was at a different location you know it's like why are you why do you have to exact this extreme aggression <laughs> on this poor young girl that works here like and but it was the funniest damn thing and we couldn't get over it so we're all cracking up the whole time we're sitting there eating having a good time and he's just like stomping around outside like waiting for us to come out to the van and uh yeah and, th- and that was that but it was just it's something that we always joke about now anytime me and mike get together we'll we'll talk about the del taco experience now. Like, i'd rather eat my own feces <laughs> it was just such a strange thing to say too it's just like he sees like you it's like you, and he's right up in this girl's face and she has no fucking clue i like that he said feces and not shit like yeah. that makes it even funnier that's just the way he was he liked it there was like this sense of drama to him that he just loved to yeah he he just loved it i don't think well I, i'll say he would he didn't, he didn't love oh. to be that way but that was just his natural state sometimes when he, like, i don't know why you guys didn't last longer than you did oh yeah yeah <laughs> a lot of extreme uh personalities i'll put it that way oh man <laughs> felt like i was always the oh, one trying boy. to even it out but me being in front of him and him like acting up like that i mean we all got a kick out of it anyway so i just turn around i'm like Oh, you want anything? <laughs> Not knowing I'm lighting the fuse to this nuclear bomb that's about to happen in this building. Like it was so. Funny. Oh man! Just, oh, yeah, boy. one of one of many things. I mean, there there were plenty of times where he'd be pissed about stuff and shit like that would happen, or or he would like throw up and like blame it on something like man. <laughs> like the specific bacteria in the fountain drink at Del Taco. It's like okay. <laughs> not that we had like a whole bottle of whiskey last night yeah <laughs> right <laughs> not eating not eating out of a soup can with your hands i know he was yeah, one of the yeah, soup yeah. canners man you know i know he funny? was digging it, in there if i'm not mistaken i think that was like really early in the tour too that, that it was it so was no reason for this level of desperation it was like a fucking plastic spoon it was one of the first two shows we i walked by and i'm like the fuck are you guys doing? And I never had an answer. I never had an answer soup. for anything. <laughs> Explain it. I Chris and I mean Chris would do anything with, with anything. He probably would have eaten that fucking meat if it weren't for us throwing it out. Yeah. Like, he's just like <laughs> he was balls to the wall with everything, dude. He didn't he was just like, what oh, if, I mean, if man. it wasn't for the smell making us. You had to fight the bush hobos for it, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> the bush I've never seen anything. <laughs> I could never even imagine anything the like that. The first rule about bush hobo fight club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't shared that story with many people because it's totally Sorry. unbelievable and insane, but it's totally true. And I think only in California could something like that happen. Like, <laughs> you can imagine anywhere else on earth. Right. That, Great. Oh my gosh. It being real. Yeah, it was yeah there was there were definitely some doozies, man. I most of it's a blur yeah, for me. Recall? 
I, I mean, like, I remember most of that stuff. I rem- I don't know if, where you guys were for uh, uh, Chris uh, Stevenson's uh, Desert Explosion. Were you guys part of the caravan for that when we had to pull over because Chris was going to shit oh, himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I we think went we're, out we're, in the middle of the yeah. Yeah, like the of the we, we all stopped because we, we were we yeah. were all we were all in, like a caravan at that point, yeah, and we, were all we all pulled over because we all had to call each other on, on the cell phone. Hey, man, Chris has got to take a shit. And uh, we, you, you got toilet paper in your van. Yeah, we have van. toilet paper in our van. Yeah, uh, did he go in the middle of the road or did he run off to the side? No, he ran off into like the desert and found like a uh, nook. Okay. James yeah. LaRue filmed the whole thing. Right. I was going to say, I think somebody got it. On yeah. Because <laughs> we also got, we also went, because we hazed you guys immediately when you guys got there. Yes. Yes. We were like, oh man, uh, new band's got to buy the beer. And you guys did. Like you guys yeah. were like, well, well that was okay. another one of those things where, dude, this is so funny. So we pulled up. And we're like, oh, this is great. You know, we feel like this camaraderie or whatever. And we kind of feel this like coldness, like right off the bat. We're like, okay. And then they're like, you guys are like, well, yeah, you guys got to buy this beer. So, and it was just very like, uh, like, go ahead. Like, okay, go. Like we're, we're waiting. And we're, we're just like, we just pulled up and like, not, not ready for anything. You, even there. you guys were there for like three yeah. minutes and that's yeah, was, we told no, you had right to go buy beer. Yeah. That's why we thought like, okay, I guess this is how this is going to be. Like, what, what did we get into here? So, but it was funny because you get certain members of the band. They're like, Oh, fuck those guys. We, we don't need to do this. Blah, 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 blah. And then I'm the one that's like, well, maybe we should do it because uh, we, we want to get off on the right foot with these people. And I'm not saying we have to keep doing this, but like, if this is, you know whatever like let's go ahead and do it but it's just so funny because every certain thing that happened and that's the funny thing about being in a band too is not only like having to work together musically and getting everything all the wheels have to be going in the right direction <laughs> yeah. but like just little things like that could throw everything into a tornado of like <laughs> trying to wrangle all and, the and that's honestly through them like we don't need this and like the you know somebody like me like well let's just do it and then like we'll sort it out you know if, if they keep asking us to do shit or whatever and um yeah i remember doing it and i mean from there on it was no big deal it was kind of like a joke. no that was remember, a, well that was the only thing and and it really was we were just fucking with you guys and then you guys left and then we found that you guys left your camera and then we all filmed our asses with it yes <laughs> that's what we what did it, they were they were so excited exists. they were so cute they were making tour diary and we they because they walked in with it and they <laughs> Why in the hell it left your guys' hands? You're only there for like three minutes. Sets the camera down, leaves. Everybody in the band leaves. Don't leave us with fucking your camera because we're going to film our genitalia with it. And that's what we did. And the best part was it it took you guys guys a real long time to say anything about it after you got back to when you were finally reviewing the film. Oh, yeah. We were with our asses, (laughs) nutsacks hanging out. To look at whatever else we had just filmed. And then we're like rewinding back. We're like, wait, what is this? We're like, the fuck is that is and an like, eclipse oh, that's what? Like, someone's got bde i think dk <laughs> handled uh yeah you weren't seeing my wiener you were just seeing my asshole everything's too small it ain't hanging down there. i think dk yeah, was, was like the ring like dk had the camera and he said like oh, he said something crazy and then like like half the band had their asses out yeah and brian might have had his dick out brian might have actually like got his dick out and flapped it around i don't know what he was doing we tried to be a little cordial brian was off the chain man yeah it was like a shaky cam blair witch a little more cordial <laughs> 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 you your asshole. 
Yeah, we just had our assholes. I'm pretty sure Brian, Brian told us. Please refer to our sphincters. Yeah, we were. The anal bones. I remember just being like, okay, this is what this is going to be like, I guess. That's fine. You know, we're. And Chris still has all the tapes and everything. So he's got. Actually, they were. Yeah, digital camera, I think. But he's got all the footage. We don't want to see. We were talking about doing potentially something with. Because we've got tons of stuff. Yeah, um, we were pot- talking about potentially doing some sort of podcast or some sort of something where we can put all of that um, together. Or, or yeah, that would be fantastic. I mean, I don't YouTube or whatever. You we need to yeah, make that happen. Just for history, that would be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, you got. Oh, yeah, I mean, that, some stuff that's like wouldn't... one of those one night yeah. events all around the country. One night only tonight. Possessor <laughs> on the road. You know, I mean, you got to fucking see that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I mean, a lot of yeah. people, you know, a lot of people locally here were really um, into Possessor too. So I think it would just be cool to kind of yeah. let everybody in on even just seeing some of the stories that we've told people. Like, it'd right. be cool to be able to add some imagery to some of that and some content. Yeah, you guys and... filmed a lot of stuff, so that that would be. Cool. <laughs> I filmed as much as I could, but I think most of my files are corrupted now. It was the same thing. It was a digital camera, I know, man. <clears throat> yeah, and like, I don't know what the hell the file type changed, and now you can't fucking load that's the what i'm scared of load yeah, it, so. I, I don't want to like go to try to do that now and like it to find that it's all messed up or something yeah chris it was saying he was gonna send me um i just talked to chris for the first time in a long time mm. um here the other night and he was he was talking about like oh dude like should i just like send this stuff to you and you can put it put it up somewhere and i'm like yeah dude because basically i just want to get it off of whatever piece of, of media it's connected to sd card whatever mm. and have it someplace else too because i don't right. want like that and someplace fresh or something basically i just want to save it from whatever fate may become it if it stays wherever it is right um, we could have a titled possessor with special guests the bush hobos (laughs) (laughs) yeah god knows we didn't uh, i know we didn't film that i know because i mean none of us were we were all sick we were all all of us i mean it was like everyone in the van was like stop the fucking van something is rotting get it out (laughs) And then we threw it all out, and they just immediately came rushing out. And- yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the shows, I honestly, I don't remember. I can't fucking remember much about the shows, to be completely honest. Yeah, I mean, um, I think I had just turned 21. So I was like, I mean, obviously I was drinking at every show, but I was, um, I mean, I had a blast. I remember, I, I remember bits and pieces. Like, I remember at the Vegas show, they had, like, some sort of, like, bar at the front of the stage it was like a it's like a wooden bar across part of the front of the stage or something yeah i remember like during heavy metal underground during the little bit of a break i had in the vocal for that because it's a the song is like barreling forward i go rushing off to the bar to get a drink and i got a drink i remember jumping and like sliding across the bar just in time to get back to the microphone to hit the next (laughs) <laughs> whatever it was. and it was just like pure luck that the timing and <laughs> ended up that way but but i mean at that show i was like oh whatever like uh, like we're just you know just having a blast anyway it's there was a couple people there i was like oh let's just go crazy right did you guys what, play spoke it? did you guys play spokane were you on that bill i feel like we did that, that was a dk weird. show he set that up it's the okay. hellfire some suppose yeah, yeah, spitfire yeah, yeah. The, that cool ass venue that had the big stage and well, no, this this, this it was a it was a small state. It was 
Was it? it was kind of a smaller stage, but where was that Hell's it, Kitchen or whatever? Was that something that, that might have been what the call what the name of it was? It, I mean, maybe it was one of the bigger stages on the dude. On the I tour. remember being impressed. It had like levels to it, and like it was, yeah, it was cool because like, uh, you could say they you could definitely stand on speakers and, and shit. They it definitely had like a textured for yeah. animated folks. Was that and the that one? weird? I think there was like nobody there, and yeah, we no like, one was there. And the opening band was named after like a tree, they were called oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sycamore dude, or something. Think- and they yes. introduced us as Vindictor. Do you remember that? Because that fucking Brian <laughs> loved that. So oh, aggressor yeah, gets up. So so th- this this tree band plays, and then uh, I, you guys yeah. might have played, and then aggressor, and then us. Mm-hmm. But I know after aggressor set, Brian was like, "Stick around for Vindictor." Yeah, I, yes, I remember that. You know what's funny is that I was looking through like a a drawer here in my house, just full of random junk. And I have a koozie from that band, that tree, whatever they were called, tree something or other. <laughs> it's I was like, like sycamore. Look at it for a second. I'm like, what the hell is this? And then it was like came flashing back to me like this show with this random stupid band. I'm like, DK, oh DK, and your bassist couldn't stay in the venue. Yes. <laughs> they could only be in there if they were Not playing. They had to leave. Uh, yeah, because they were. It was 21 and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a couple. <laughs> we had one or two shows that were like that where it was. Yep. Like, well, they can DK wasn't allowed here. in, and and uh, yeah, yeah, I guess John, wow. yeah, John Pearson, what maybe he wasn't. Oh, god, maybe that's why he didn't go into the strip club or whatever it was. I don't it know, it might have been. I mean, yeah, he was 18 though, wasn't he? Or was he 17? Had to have been 18. Maybe it was. A I know like, there was a couple gigs. He though, was over, those... Well, we ended up with Gage, who Gage was younger than all of us, and he was too young yeah. in most places, but um, right, he was a phenomenal bass player, yeah, um, but. Yeah, John, I think he was I think he was old enough to uh, he was over 18 but he was less than 21 and I think certain places 21 was the cutoff or whatever. Yeah. Um so yeah, we had some some issues with that, but yeah, I remember just like sitting in the van with him and it was like so awkward in in Vegas because we were just sitting there. We were in the van for like 2 hours. Like just sitting there in silence like waiting for everyone to finish up doing whatever fucking crazy shit they were doing. Like <laughs> it was just so funny. I remember certain parts of Vegas feeling like it's just something out of like Vice City. There's like random yeah. news- newspapers with like Elvis's face like rolling down the street. And, like, just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you could collect, you could collect all the hooker stuff. cards. Like, there was yeah. all the hooker cards. Those guys slinging hooker cards. <laughs> they were like baseball cards. I remember there was something where where like you put quarters into it or something, and you look through like this peephole thing into like, and it was just like a picture of some naked chick. Yeah. <laughs> It's like these yeah, are the they things did. they have on the side of the street. Like yeah, yeah. you get your newspaper, you can put two quarters in and see a picture of a naked girl just still shot. Like it's the 1920s. <laughs> I'm like, what's like what and what's the purpose of that? It's in the middle of the street. Yeah, you're not you're not someone just gonna there. like whip it out in the middle of the street and just have <laughs> yeah, a time. That's nice. It's good. <laughs> I paid my two quarters. I'm gonna get my money. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just supposed to take that image with you home and be like okay well that was good enough for me yeah that was nice i don't know i need a, I need a sears spring catalog with the bikinis in it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah victoria's secrets yeah back then that 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 used to be passable but yeah <laughs> expect more nowadays i don't know yeah <sighs> oh man. shit yeah man crazy crazy stuff but uh, i mean it was it was a blast that tour was crazy i mean we we did a couple tours after that that were a lot of fun too, just up and down the East Coast. Um, playing the Ohio show with you guys was awesome. Warriors of Metal. I don't think that was on the tour. I think that was no, just- yeah, that was a, that was fun though because anytime you know you get to hang out, especially with people that you've established relationships with, you know. Yeah, I think we I think we hung out for most of that show too. 
Um, yeah, it was. Which cool. one was, was that? Was that two or? No, that was shit. When we started playing three or four, so it was either four or five, I think. Can't yeah, remember which James, which WOM that was. James Jaleru was with you guys then. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was where we did the uh, heading out to the highway. Um, yeah. Together, that was cool. That was fun. Um, I I tell I I told uh we had a uh, JP on the show. Uh, and he was oh, singing yeah. with Borrow Time. They were also on that bill. Yeah, I've got their shirt that, still that I got from that um, show. Nice. Might be worth some cash. Uh, <laughs> no one gets it for me. It, it has a memory for me. I'm not like, oh, cool, 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, was, that, was a, that was hilarious, though, man, because um, I think it was Dan Hammer had the words written on his hand. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. Yes. And Dude, I uh, had some of the words written on my, cause I was like, you? <laughs> you know, well, it's funny. Cause one of those songs, it's like, okay. It's like, I worship Judas priest. I listen to this all the time, but that's, and it's like, I'll sing along to it all the time too. But right. then it comes the moment of like, you have to know this on the spot right now. And it just, right. it more than anything, it made me doubt myself. Cause I was like, well, what if I don't remember this? And normally what I do too. And this is funny because maybe it's just for me like this, but as a vocalist, there were some times where I was like drunk or whatever was the case. I was on stage and I'm like, and I had to wait for the riff to complete. And then in my mind, it just sparks. And I remember the, the, the lyric, like it's up yeah. to the second and I'm like, okay, boom. And, and then I'm right back on track. Like if I, if I can remember the first word to the verse, yes. I'll, rem- I'll remember the whole thing. Right. But if I can't, then I'll miss uh, like, there's no coming back. Right. Thank God that's only happened like once or something, but, um, yeah, there were, there were moments I remember cutting. There are specific moments I remember being on stage, and it's coming up to that second, and I'm like, "Oh shit, what what is this?" And then oh, it's like, "Okay, this is it." Um, so, and that's what I was afraid of with heading out to the highway. So I think like the second verse, I had to write like the first few lines, and I was like, "Okay, if I just look at this for a second, I'll be good." Yeah, and that's the only time I've had to write something like that. But I was yeah, like, Dan gonna... Dan Hammer wrote I think the entire his entire because there's three verses in the song, and I just remember okay. being like talking to james and being like it would be cool to do this song but i don't really want to learn the words that was exactly it yeah. i was like i don't really feel like just, learning the words yeah, and i was on, like on all of us at the moment i was like i know people <laughs> yeah. that are going to be yeah. there that are vo- vocalists i'll just ask them if they want to do it yeah. when all you guys signed up for it i was like yes we can do it and i don't oh, have yeah. to sing it and i remember jp came up like real late because he was wasted and sleeping in a tent or something <laughs> oh, dude, he, he, got, he stumbled yeah, on stage like last second man that was it was so much fun and it was it was ridiculous we dude. i remember looking at ed it's, there's the film is on youtube or the the video there's a video yeah. of it on yeah, youtube it and on. i remember looking at ed just being like <laughs> the fuck's happening here man dude it was the- off the rails yeah <laughs> I, and i remember something about the way the song ended wasn't right like something was supposed to it was <laughs> right, up, right, but right it didn't matter we, everyone had a blast but um yeah we uh but at that show i remember dude this this is another crazy story so i uh, my car i think was there or whatever vehicle we were it had to have been my car i think because i rode up with a couple guys but mm. um so my car the door was open there was this fire like kind of raging that we had built or somebody had built um and my car my side car door is open and gauge is there gauge was i think maybe like 18 at the time or something but um and he was drinking anyway he didn't give a shit and none of us were his parents so we're like whatever um (laughs) this is crazy so he he's wasted most of us are probably right there 
I remember at some point sitting around the fire with these people who I didn't know. And this girl who had tattoos all up, like down the front of her face or something, they were all cool and nice as hell. But it was funny because this girl just handed me this thing to smoke and I just smoked it. And I, I didn't know what it was. Didn't, didn't think twice, just did it. And so did everybody else. And that was fine. And they all kind of went their separate ways. Anyways, I engaged did too. I didn't really have any kind of feeling about it this way or that. I mean, it was no different from, you know, I, I never smoked anything basically, but um, dr- I was already drinking and stuff. So my experience wasn't anything different than it normally would have been. But anyways, Gage is like, I see him, he's sitting in this chair by the fire and he's just been sitting there for a while. And I didn't think anything about it. Went off into the woods with these people. Um, actually, it was off in the woods where we did that because there was like another fire that other people had (laughs) yeah um and then i remember like being in the woods and being like i wonder if gage is okay and i like look over through the woods and i can see off in the distance i see the fire raging and i see my car doors open and it's just merciful fates just playing out of my car just we just (laughs) left it on um and gage is completely slumped over forward like his head is basically between his knees his hair is hanging down to the ground and he's just sitting there like that and I was like, okay, that doesn't look good. But I remember being so messed up at the time that I was like, I was like, oh, I'm sure he's fine. He's probably just sitting like that for a second or so. I mean, there was no logic. So I'm like, uh, whatever. Sitting like yeah. that. Sure. <laughs> like to- it was totally unnatural. Okay. But, but to me, I'm like, maybe he's fine. So I'll give it a minute or whatever. Anyways, time is of no, uh, <laughs> not keeping track of time. So yeah. sudden, I remember like things got carried away or whatever. And I remember looking back over and it was probably like an hour or two later. And I looked back over and he was in the same position (laughs) and I was like, Oh my God. So I get up and I start walking through the woods back over to where he is. Cause I'm like, Oh man, I hope he's okay. And as I'm walking over, he comes flipping up like this and his hair flings back. And he's just got this wide eyed look for a second. And he takes off running towards the tent, rips off his shirt, dives into the tent and passes out. And is gone till the next morning. And and I just let it go. I was just like, okay. I mean, he's fine to watch, but he made it. He's he went to bed, you know, in the most extreme way possible. But something alerted him that it was time to leave the fire and go to bed. So he did. And I remember, I eventually went back to the tent. He was just had been asleep in the tent and the funny thing is the tent was on top of like tree roots and shit it was like the worst <laughs> thing in the world just it was idiotic <laughs> placement of the tent so i get in you know go, fall asleep uh wake up the next morning to somebody playing a, a kansas cover somebody somebody was on stage playing a kansas song and um it was just weird it was like the birds were chirping and the sun was coming in through the tent and i hear this kansas song and i'm like who the fuck is playing kansas and I like look over and Gage is still asleep right there in the same position. He's like shirt off. He's all slumped over and everything. And I'm like, Gage, wake up, dude. And he like wakes up. He's like, oh. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, why? And I'm like, dude, you just fucking like jetted, jettisoned out of that chair <laughs> after being slumped over for like three hours. Like, <laughs> And you ripped your shirt off in the middle of the dirt and just threw it on the ground and dove into the tent and you've been asleep ever since 
he's just like, yeah, man, I'm fine. Like, he's like, who the fuck is playing Kansas? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's find out, I guess. So, open up, and I forget who was, but it, it was it was actually cool. But it was just so bizarre to hear, like, in this metal festival, like, and it was like a pretty traditional cover too. But it was, yeah, I remember it's a very strange memory for me, like waking up in that tent and reality coming seeping back into <laughs> into our lives for a moment, and I'm like. Gage, you all right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Kansas, let's go see. Got to recalibrate <laughs> back to reality. Right back, right back at it the next day. So, oh, last man. Yeah, yeah loms were fun. Wow. Yeah, it was it was wild. So and that that Ohio show was a lot of fun because yeah, we did know a lot of the people in the bands and yeah. um, yeah, it was just it was a cool vibe and plus everybody was camped out, so that was cool. Right. That was the funny thing though. There were two um. I forgot about this. We decided to stay, me and Gage decided to stay in the tent. And Mike and Kevin, um, and well, and Chris stayed in the tent too. Um, I don't think he actually slept in the tent because I would have remembered having to sleep next to him if that, if that was the case. But um, he he was out somewhere sleeping other than, <laughs> other than anywhere else. Uh, he was, yeah. So anyways, we both sleep in the tent, but Mike and Kevin were like adamant on getting a hotel room and we're like, dude, the whole experience is like being out here with everybody in the tents and like doing this whole thing. Like you're going to miss out on that. And they're like, absolutely not. Like that was another thing that Kevin, <laughs> Kevin was just like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this because of this and that. And we're just like, okay, dude, whatever. Like, it's cool. And Mike was, Mike was adamant about having to have a hotel room. Cause he had to do his Mohawk. He's yeah. Like, He's like, I got, like, I can't do the Mohawk just freehand with no anything. Like, got to have a hairdryer, got to have X, Y, Z. So I was like, okay, you know, I get, I get it. But we were like bummed because we were like, dude, if everybody could just stay out here. But then again, like in hindsight, they'd have been miserable. Like they, at some point on the, on these tours and things, like you start to realize certain people, it's like, you don't want to push somebody outside of their comfort zone because that's just going to yeah. make it worse. Right. Like if you're more comfortable staying somewhere else, then go ahead. Because if not, it's just going to be a, a shitty experience and that's the last thing any of us want so right it, it all was out. that was that the widow was that where widow played did we open for yeah. widow north carolina widow yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Was that, we, we played on before. we played on friday night was that show right or did we play on I, saturday night did we open for hellstar yeah you opened for hellstar that's the okay one. So that was the second was and i didn't okay. meet james riviera there um I met him late, obviously later in Virginia or whatever, but yeah. I remember, I remember being like, Oh man, Hellstar's playing. I think by the time Hellstar came on though, I was off like in the woods with whoever else. Um, right. I didn't even know like what was happening. Right. Was like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, it was easy cool. to do it while man it was easy yeah. to lose track of time. Like I remember when Manila road played, I really wanted to see Manila yeah. road. And that was a, uh, we had a real bad storm come through Wam that year. Like the, the, the weird shelf cloud that has like, oh, yeah can cause tornadoes but has like you know 80 mile per hour wind just it blew part of the the <laughs> yeah, yeah, part of the thing off and yeah. i got real oh, drunk yeah. that year that and i don't remember which that was that actually year. that year i think I got, it was actually, that, <laughs> I got drunk that year no 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 at this at this wom so we, we played the first thing. the first time we played wom i i didn't get real hammered uh not as much as the second time so we didn't yeah. have to play till saturday so friday i was like oh getting wasted james go james goes over to the gas station and buys like a 30 pack of keystone light and he comes back with a king cobra 
He's Ooh. got a King Cobra. I don't even know why. Ready <laughs> oh, man. King Cobra. So we're getting <laughs> wrecked, man. And dude, like that crazy storm happens where it's almost tornadoes and I'm wasted. And I'm like, it's fine, man. CDs are blowing off the merch stand. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> and then like 15 minutes later, dude, I'm done. I remember at some point during the day, James was a picture like right in that moment too, when we were all huddled up together in there. Yeah. Like, there's a picture of us all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I, James was like refilling his King Cobra bottle with Keystone lights. Uh, and he, so I go to the van <laughs> and James is passed out in the back and I'm in the front seat, you know, and I'm passed out too. And somebody comes and they're knocking on the window. They're all freaked out. And they're like, Oh, and I, I open the, I open the door and I just, I'm, I'm a zombie. My eyes are barely open. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, Oh, have you seen so-and-so we're real worried about him. And I'm like, no, you're going to need to move back. And I just went, and just <laughs> fucking hurled all over. And then I just said, sorry about that. I closed the van door. Again. And James, the best part was James was passed out in the back the whole time. And he tells me afterwards, he goes, dude, when I heard that door knock, he goes, I cracked an eye and he pulls up the, he had a flip camera and he goes, I filmed that whole thing. And then he goes, after you shut the door, I put it back down and I fell asleep smiling. That's what he said. I still haven't seen the footage. I want to see it so bad. I was because say, I, mean, I mean, you know, oh, dude, it like, was too great anymore. Yeah, it's like it's, it's I don't know. Crazy. I don't even know. Yeah, I, he like, had to have backed it up. But oh, my yeah. gosh, man, I, I projectile vomited. And I, at least I told him I was like, you're going to need to back up. So. <laughs> About the storm, though, because I remember this. It was so hilarious to us, and I don't know why. I mean, this is typical, but, like, there's this, like, deadly, apparently, tornado or something that's about to happen that is happening. It, like, ripped the roof. We saw this roof, this thing go flying. Yeah, a big the- chunk of the oh, roof wow. flew off. Um, and I remember we thought this whole situation was hilarious for some reason because we're all probably drunk already. And we're, <laughs> we're like, oh, my God. And it was so funny because we saw um, – is it Datis? Is that how you yeah, pronounce it? Yeah. Okay. So we thought – well, we knew it was Datis, but we kept saying Datis because we just wanted to be stupid. And we thought it was funny. So, um, so anyways, we're like, we're kind of laughing this whole thing off and everyone's like, you need to get into this thing. At the, the shelter. Store. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Go, go. And we're, we're just like laughing, like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? And of course we see this roof get ripped off of this thing or whatever. We, and I don't know why we just thought it was very funny, but we were laughing about it. And I remember somebody had datis or datis somebody <laughs> carried him somebody had was holding him like a baby and was running <laughs> they were running from the stage all the way to this roofed thing that we were all oh man what a and glorious thing to know the, running across the field and we're watching them we're laughing our ass off because he's this little guy <laughs> and it's just such a fucking bizarre sight it's like the storm is raging and like this thing got the roof ripped off and someone's running with the promoter of the whole show like just running with him like to save his fucking life or there yeah there was there was like an enclosed shelter that would have not saved anyone had it been a tornado it would all fallen in Yeah, they were telling us to like get to this thing and i'm like well that thing's not safe either we're in the middle of a fucking field it's like open wind it's like i mean not i'm sure there wasn't even that much logic to my thought process that, but, but i'm but i was just like this is a joke like if this is if something's gonna hit us and kill us like this isn't gonna save us but um <laughs> yeah exactly so we're like we were just laughing our asses off and we made up this joke that basically i was like dude wouldn't it have been funny as shit if this person was like running with him 
and then the tornado just comes down and they get just sucked up into the tornado and we're just like Adis, you were right because <laughs> it was this whole thing where he was adamant about like the safe i mean obviously he puts on the whole show he's got all this. <laughs> yeah. there's many reasons for him to care um but it was just so funny because it's just a bunch of dudes like us. We were just like, don't give a shit. Like, dude, wouldn't it be cool if that fucking roof sliced you in half? Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, Jesse, Jesse like, was like, death is like the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> Jesse was like smoking pot with AK or something. Because okay. yeah, yeah, Flots, yeah. Flots played that gig. They played, I think, uh, it might have been one of the nights. Did they play that? I don't know because I maybe swear that that maybe that was maybe I'm blurring maybe I'm blurring my wombs. I swear they were. I just remember him being really far away from where we were smoking okay. pot, and he was that wind picked up and he was like, "I should probably get back." And he said, "I started running and I saw that roof fly off and I was like, shit, I might die." <laughs> <laughs> he was high as fuck too. Yeah, we were just all in a state of just like you it was just I did com- not care I, it was I, debauchery I, and inebriation that's that's yeah i we were getting I, the full european experience here <laughs> in ohio yeah i mean it, it was just so i mean it's one of the funniest things i can remember of my whole life is just this guy running across this field with <laughs> little datus just try, trying to save him from this <laughs> little- like, supposed storm that's like impending or something i'm like what 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 is the level of like urgency to this i've never seen someone run with another person like i've, I've only seen that in movies like like carrying a child from the, like a baby like running for yeah. cover and we're all just like laughing like drinking out in the middle of the field oh man it's so that's funny too man. good <laughs> it was a blast that was a great show good times oh man hopefully datus watches this datus you were right it's you're absolutely right looking back i see the error of my ways the storm was very serious it was it was it was much more serious than we uh we uh (laughs) we were were acting like we were just like i mean i was i was so wasted i was like sitting on like the merch tabletop yeah i remember it whipped up and sarah's freaking out and yeah, because George yeah, Call gave me an ask a CD. Was, and, that's where we were because all the merch yeah, it was, was, in that it was like the, all the merch was in that little hut. Yeah, yeah, and George that. Call had given Sarah an ask a CD. I was pretty stoked about it, and the damn thing blew away. I, I don't have it to this day. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, another I was like, thing. What the fuck? He was there, right? Ask a plate or, yes, or yes. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he right. was. First of all, and Banshee because he plays in Banshee. That's that's uh, yeah, or he that's what it was. Rather. It was Banshee, right? Or was it Aska? It, I don't know. I got flyers. It was somewhere. definitely Banshee. It's, definitely played because I remember being excited to to see to hear that. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't that familiar with Ascot. I still haven't really given them a proper shot, but um, I liked Banshee. Some of the stuff. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, cool. And but it was funny because I've got a story about that guy. He he met us and he was like, um, and this is highly controversial, but he he met us and Chris had the carnivore symbol. Yeah, tattooed on his arm and it's like this it almost looks like the the speed metal symbol in a way um but anyways this guy from aska like he mistook this for some sort of like nazi symbol and he was saying something about like oh like white power this and that whatever and we were like what like (laughs) it was so fucking bizarre now this is one of those things where it's like you it's like okay this guy's a great vocalist i'm i'm excited to meet him and then he like throws this shit at us and we're just like, <laughs> and it's like, what do you say? Like, no, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> like, no. okay, bye. No, like, thank you. I remember. Like, <laughs> all right. 
I do remember you guys talking about that after it happened. Uh, and I, I don't know, Monte, you might yeah. want to edit that part well, out. Then, you might well, want to edit like, the story out, but this is oh, good. I know. Yeah, is, I mean, feel free. But uh, yeah, it was just like. Oh, it all stays. Everything stays. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, you know, Chris certainly doesn't care and neither do I, but the guy from Asker might. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah, I was just like, whoa. And then, and then it sends Chris into like the spin and he's like searching to like make sure that's not like some like symbol for that he, he was like, right he's like oh my god and chris, of course chris anytime he got a tattoo there was i'm sure there was little to no thought or preparation it was just like i <laughs> yeah, want to like death and like green smoke and fucking the carnivore symbol and then like later like goes to look it up and he's like oh oops <laughs> <laughs> i mean i still don't know if any of that's <laughs> but it how'd, you, anything how'd you know this was the symbol for nambla yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, crazy man but yeah it's just little things like that all the time running into different people and different bands and i mean it was cool just i mean even that experience was i mean as crazy and wild as that is it was still cool to have that moment to remember right that was crazy how did you guys get your your spikes and stuff to germany that did happen right yeah 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 ship Um, them gosh you know i i remember pat uh, we just packed we packed them. We brought them on the plane. Yeah, it was not a problem. I don't know, I don't know why or how or anything. But I remember it's funny because I've got a picture that I took of all my stuff. Yeah, just laid out, and I was like, "Oh, going to Germany or whatever." And it's like all the fucking bullet shells and like all the spikes <laughs> and everything, and like <laughs> Nikes and whatever. Yeah, my whole outfit basically laid out on the ground, <laughs> shoulder pad chains. And I'm like, oh yeah, like let's another one of those things where it's just like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like let's go. <laughs> the airport like you know who knows but anyways yeah i mean we i don't i don't remember shipping any of it um wow man someone may correct me but i i remember that picture being taken and that was my luggage and it was i mean that's we went and did it i mean i remember going through the x-ray or whatever and i remember them like looking at the stuff but it wasn't um yeah i guess they didn't deem it any kind of risk other than that gets know. me man my grandma I tried to get airport. I, I just my know grandma I... tried to get on an airplane with toenail clippers and they were like nope throw that shit away <laughs> yeah. she was like are you kidding me yeah i don't know man uh, i mean maybe did you check your luggage or like did you like did you check your luggage it wasn't like in the overhead or something because i think I, if you yeah, check stuff i checked it yeah yeah, yeah. i think if you I, check I stuff you can get more shit on planes because right. you're not by it technically yeah i, I so. checked it i remember there being some talks about shipping some stuff potentially but i don't yeah. I, to my recollection i don't think we did that um i've always been curious about that um, yeah yeah i mean that was that was crazy in itself even just being in another country that's the only time i've traveled internationally um mm. it was cool it's crazy being on this big huge plane i mean we flew from here to charlotte and then from charlotte to frankfurt um germany and it was just crazy being on this i mean i'd never been on a plane that big either very wide a lot of people on the plane um I remember them playing movies on the plane. We were drinking on the plane. It was just wild being in a band that was that wild, being in a plane. And just, I mean, it's as simple as that. But I mean, I could go into description, but it was just like looking at each other like, dude, I can't believe this. Like, this is nuts. Who's like, how how did we get to this stage? Like, we're <laughs> flying now to go play this show. Like, and it was all because Oliver, the guy that puts on the show, just heard one of our songs that, and somebody uploaded it to YouTube. Not even yeah. us. It was just someone else's page on YouTube just uploaded City Built with Skulls. 
And this guy heard it and he was like, Hey, do you want to play the show in Germany? And we were like, yes. <laughs> and that was like, it's so bizarre too, because so many of like my biggest goals in life were accomplished, like in mm. such quick succession in that band. And it's incredible. And I'm so grateful for everybody, Vic. I mean, for you to even put us on that tour was, I mean, even if I just had only that to look back on, yeah. like that, that would be more than enough. It's, I just feel like us doing what we did at that time and Vindicator and every, everybody that was doing that and touring, I think that experience is just unlike anything else. And it's, yeah. it's something that is so bizarre. And so many people, so many people don't even get to travel. So many people don't even travel right. outside the state. You know, I mean, it's just such a, it's something that should just be cherished. And I, I, I loved every part of it. And I mean, being able to go over to Germany and, you know, just acting up over there and being crazy and running through the cobblestone streets and just like acting, you know, I remember, oh my God, they're like, I'm, I barely remember certain things, but other things I remember, I'm like, oh my God, we were, we were in this bar for all night long and they, people kept buying us beer because we were in one of the bands and they just kept buying us these big, I don't know if you've ever been to yard house, but these big, huge, tall beers. Right that basically everyone can just serve themselves from or whatever. And they just kept coming and coming and coming and coming. And like half the people were like passed out at the table. There's just like coins, all these European coins everywhere that we're just paying with. We don't know shit about the money. We're just like, Oh yeah. Here's it's like Dr. Steve Brule, like three of coin, like here you go. <laughs> three of coin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Equals one of paper. Yeah. It's like, yeah. we don't, yeah. it's like, we didn't like, I just remember it being like blurred out. I remember at some point I felt like I was the only one that was still awake and we were in this dark corner of this like pub and it was probably like 3 AM or something. And I remember like looking around and there was this one guy who had been at the show. who was like a big nasty savage fan. And, um, he was real cool with us. God, I wish I could remember his name. He's still, he's friends with me on Facebook, but, um, he was the one that like invited us out to the bar. Um, and it was just because I like nasty savage and he did too. And like, he found out and like, that was it. Um, so best friends forever. Yeah. really. <laughs> well, this guy hooked us up, but we, yeah. I mean, I remember like, I looked around and like every, Chris's head was like down on the table and like, everyone was yeah. just like out and I was like, Oh my God, we got to get out of here. So like paid whatever bill. And then there was the weird thing of like, do we tip them? Do they not like tips? And like all this weird stuff about like weird cultural Europe things. That's, that's, that's yeah. Just, like, I remember the food was way better over there. Even you get like gas station food and it was like so good. Like it, it's not like just trash, like Seven Eleven crap that you just put in right. your body just to like, I don't even know what it does to you, but it doesn't do anything good. But yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, I just remember being really impressed with that whole experience. I remember being, being in a room with all these bands, bef uh, it, I guess it had to have been after the show, but basically the whole room was filled it, people we had all built this like pyramid of beer cans and it was like this and big ass room and one of the bands was antichrist i don't know if you've heard them they're from Spain. yeah um they toured here in the u.s once and it was awesome but um they're sick but they were in there with us and so were a couple other bands and um we were all drinking all these beers and we had this like pyramid of beer cans and somebody ended up taking like this fake tree and like throwing it into the pyramid and all the beer cans went everywhere and then I remember at some point, the rest of the band was like, hey, why don't you go to Oliver and ask if we can have more beer? And <laughs> Oliver's like the head of this like fucking like international festival. And I'm like, 
fucking Joe Schmo from Virginia that's just like supposed to just trot into his room while he's doing his work to hold up this fucking establishment of metal. Hey, <laughs> have more beer? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not even the right guy to ask. Like, it's so obnoxious and stupid. Uh, so ended up getting Chris to go in there with me, I think. And we were just like, oh, is, like, is there any more beer? And he's just like, oh, yeah, like, here, like, this guy has it over here. And we went and got more beer. And that was all that. <laughs> I, I still look back at that. And I'm like, my kind of show. I'm, I'm like ashamed of that moment. I'm like, God, did I like, why did I have to ask this guy for beer? Like, <laughs> like we're so lucky to even be here. Like, I'm just like asking this guy for beer. But Get some more beer. <laughs> pretty stupid <laughs> just like everything else um no it was a blast though it was totally incredible very thankful for that and just having just that experience alone but yeah it's just it's kind of bizarre too like looking now looking back it's like it's almost put me in like a weird spot of life where it's like okay i in my early 30s i'm still potentially going to do some band stuff maybe but it's like it just it's just so bizarre to me to like have just hit the things that I want to hit and I'm like well what do I even do now like uh, cool. like my dream was to play in Germany and it's like I I did that I mean sure there's other yeah. shit that I want like I would like to have bigger success with a band like I think I could have had a carriage but um beyond that I mean it's like and success is only in terms of like people who've heard it like I, I just want right. to share it like it's not even about like oh I want to make some money I've never made any damn money from anything just I've spent who knows how many thousands and thousands of thousands. I mean, you know how it is, Vic, but yes, yeah, I mean, you don't make anything, but um, right, yeah, it's uh, that's all. I mean, I guess if I could just get uh, get in front of more people and playing live, I mean, that's that's the joy that you get from it, at least for me. I there's nothing like playing live, I, I love doing it, I could do that forever. So, who knows, maybe the the next group I'll hit another 30 day tour and try to survive in my 30s, I doubt. This will be we the last time. Now. Not as resilient, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I know that. We just went to see um, Top Gun, and I we did like this Top Gun day where we all got together and drank and watched Top Gun and went to see the Maverick. And I like never drink anymore um, with any kind of frequency, so it was quite quite a day. Um, yeah, it was not the same. <laughs> it's not the same as it used to be. I was yeah. like, oh my god. Like a couple shots in, I'm like, okay, <laughs> gotta gotta hold back a little. This is gonna go off, off the rails if we keep the pace. Where's my, where's that chicken noodle soup? I'm yeah, getting hungry. Mike, Mike is like, oh, here, I got this big ass bottle of Old Crow, and I'm like, I I smell Old Crow, and my soul escapes my body. It's worse. <laughs> it's literally like something in me is like, stay away from this, and that's the only instinct that has ever come from smelling that alcohol. Jaeger does that to me. <laughs> yeah, that was my yeah, go-to drink, man. Jaeger, I mean, I, Jaeger I pulls a Vic when he's like, stand back. You gotta stand back. Yeah. Dreadbull. Yeah. Dreadbull yeah. doesn't handle Jaeger well at all. Uh, oh, I, yeah, dude, that was my that was my drink. I would always, Jaeger was my my thing, but even now, though, it's it's just kind of like, oh, God. like, And it sucks because I've never <laughs> Why? been a beer Why? Yeah, I've never been a beer guy either, so, like, I mean, you talk about the beers, like, I would barely even I'm 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 getting all this beer for like everyone else. I didn't even drink beer. I would drink <laughs> liquor. Um, but yeah, I mean now I'm just like God. It's like even drinking a little bit now. I'm like Jesus. It's um, back then it was nonstop, and now it's like borderline never. So not yeah. that I won't when I get the opportunity, but it just certainly isn't the same. 
I'll say that. It's a natural progression. Yeah, yeah. that's life. We're all getting there. It really is. Yeah. I can yep. keep the music fast, but other than that, uh, <laughs> we become decrepit. Breaks in some other aspects, maybe. Yeah, we're, yeah, all, yeah. we're all turning into that van. Our bodies are salads <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm the 15 passenger van with no brakes. <laughs> yeah, and you're trying Watch. to put out the fire with a Dr Pepper with cigarette butts in it. Yeah, that was my <laughs> breakfast. Cigarette butts and a diet pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Dr Pepper to wash it down. That's that's right. Oh. Robbie, oh, um, you know, <laughs> normally we we have a, a tons of questions to ask. We've got games to play with our guests, mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Um, but this has been the most enjoyable two and a half hours that I can remember in a long time. I could listen. We could all listen to your stories, and maybe you know we'll have to have you come back on another episode. We can ask you actually ask some of the questions that we have. But <laughs> I have really uh, enjoyed just hearing road stories. This was like just wildly entertaining yeah, um yeah but uh you're a great I, storyteller like yeah, you would, really would you, would you, some good images would you like to come back on another episode i'd just... be i'd be thrilled and i and i'm happy to answer whatever questions you guys have i normally am not the rambling type but these stories unfortunately take up a lot of real estate and <laughs> no 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 that is perfect. Imagine, well, so these, these yeah. stories yeah. are fantastic this is the stuff we live for yeah i mean we about. often get like a story or two from our guests you know some good ones to have an hour and a half or two hours really of stories i you know again if it wasn't late and people have to work tomorrow i'd be sitting here till midnight hearing stories i mean i'm i'm with you (laughs) so no but we definitely want you to come back um before we go we always ask our guests if you wouldn't mind doing a bumper for us you know, uh, this is Robbie Rainey of Carriage, and you're listening, watching, and listening to Heavy Metal Horror. And I'm not sure if I can impose upon this, you know, because you haven't been singing. Are you able to do any of that in your King Diamond falsetto? Like when you hear, oh, when you say Heavy Metal Horror, like yeah. Robbie Rainey of Carriage, and you're watching and listening to Heavy Metal Horror, yeah. you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Okay. I got you. All, All right. right. Let's, cool. Let's go. All right. So heavy Metal Horror. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this is Robbie Rainey with Possessor and Carriage, and you are listening to Heavy Metal Horror! Nice. Perfect. Thanks. I woke up the so you guys better <laughs> use that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No, that's, that's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, we, we definitely want to we'll have you on. Um, yeah, anytime. I'm, no, I'm that, happy to come on. Yeah, yeah this that, is so that fun. Would, that would be, yeah, it was just great you. to sit back, and I'm just – you're a fantastic storyteller uh and just hearing all these stories like yeah i mean i, I, I was wiping in... away tears many, many mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <multiple> times <laughs> you can uh, well i've had to live with these stories in my i've got nobody to tell these stories <laughs> well either they we'll don't give them. a shit or they won't believe it so uh, <laughs> yeah. you guys have my full uh full attention here i can yeah i'm gonna have nightmares Great. of bush hobos now <laughs> yeah you know you're welcome no, no that's good that's good <laughs> yeah, you know the bands i was in we didn't do a lot of traveling we did the like, college circuit we didn't you know because we were in college so we just you know play a couple bars at one show college and we just kind of hit some colleges but it's not being on the road that was what we always wanted you know yeah but no to hear it it's like yeah that's that's, that's great that's, stuff yeah that's wild it, it was a lot different when we uh got a little bit older and we could afford to like rent bands then everything was uh a lot a lot smoother but yeah yeah i'll tell you what man riding that ricky thing was uh never <laughs> there was never a, a morning that was without screams and fire and, <laughs> and 
never ending death trap. How long did the trauma last? I mean, you know, you told me like there was all these stories. They all ended with like screaming and waking, being thrown up out, you know, out of a sleep. Yep. How how much therapy did you have, or how much sleep? You know, how long did it take <laughs> you to like? adjust and like did you wake up every night like waiting for screams i mean looking for flames yeah i mean it's gotta be a trauma somewhere carrying over from all this no i think it was such a strong powerful experience that it just took every bit of energy from me and at the end i was just like (laughs) it was therapeutic in its own way in its own sick way i think we we all ended that and we're like okay well something horrible was exercised from our <laughs> bodies and lives and, like now we can, and maybe that's yeah. part yeah. of what the band was in general anyway which uh, i'm very happy yeah. about. i will say this um just to leave this on the table we are potentially going to be we're working out the details but we're potentially going to be doing a it's the next year is the 10 year anniversary of make them eat metal for possessor and we're trying to do either a reunion show or a couple shows or something um, it's possible, so can't promise it a hundred percent. But hey. we're talking to a couple of the members, and if it's possible, we're gonna try to do it. So hit, you know, hit awesome. a, I'm gonna hit you up. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna hit you up after we're done talking, or tomorrow morning. Sure. I, I I got some info that that might be that might fit might tickle your fancy. Feel like <laughs> yeah, you're fancy man. tickled. Who knows? Uh, I'm you... thinking a new tour, newer new van. This is gonna be good. <laughs> we'll come back the next the. the New stories. New stories next new year. Stories. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be... <laughs> I took one something. shot. That's all it took me to puke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the stories are going to be a lot shorter. That's all. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, smelled the, I smelled the whiskey and I threw I up all old over the crow, place. That's all it took. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, if me and Vic can get in the same room again, something's going to happen and it's going to be a good thing. So we'll, Why do you think we do it. the separate thing? You know, we understand, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, hey, man, uh, Robbie, thank you again for coming on the show. Um, I really appreciate it. We, we definitely will we'll want you back on. Um, we're going to do our commercial, wrap it up, and then we're going to invite you when we all uh, do our thing. We're going to invite you to bring up the horns and join in with us. So, All right. Hey, you can find Heavy Metal Horror on UnsaneRadio.com. Listen to full episodes or download to your device. You can find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. On Instagram, look for Montag Lewis, one word. Our YouTube page, which is where you're at if you're watching, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And if uh, we're also on Roku, the Hotel Metal Jam. If you know someone who'd like our show, tell them about us. This has been Montag, Master of Illusion. Chop Top. Dread Bull. And Robbie Rainey. Yeah, and Robbie Rainey. <laughs> That's, I'm leaving. Let's just do that. I like it. <laughs> You can cut me out. I don't give a shit. Just delete this whole episode. <laughs> no, you're in it now. Oh, you're in it for good, man. Yeah. Vic, you gonna say who you are? All right. Hey, hey, and I'm Vic. <laughs> and you've been watching and listening to okay, Robbie, bring up the horns. Heavy heavy metal, metal. horror. <laughs> nice. This is Doug Helbring, and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror. The best podcast that you've never heard before. <laughs>